This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. It is time to check in with Karen McSherry, cooking with Karen, founder and president of the Gourmet Warehouse. Hi, Karen. Hi, Mike. It's nice to talk to you again. It's great to talk to you, too, again, uh, as well, Karen. So right now, it's peak time for corn on the cob in the Fraser Valley. Oh, nothing better than fresh-picked corn on the cob. I know, right? But Mm. there's so many interesting things about corn. Um, Years ago, we'd always say, it's Chilliwack corn. Chilliwack corn is here. Right? Chilliwack corn is not a variety. It's a place where they grow really good corn, but it is not a variety. And I know I grew up with it's Chilliwack corn because this is now when it pops into season. So that variety of corn will grow just as well in Abbotsford or Langley or in your backyard if you've got that strain. Um, Right now, like years ago, Jubilee was the was the strain of corn that they grew, and it was the all yellow cob, and and it was a hit or miss. It was either it was super sweet, and you you were just wanted to eat three cobs or two bites, and you're kind of going, uh, this is kind of starchy and not so sweet. So Jubilee is gone, and all these hybrids keep you know being grown and 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 blended and and better. And now we know something called peaches and cream, but it's yes. not really the variety. It's just because we've given it that name because it's yellow and, and white. So it kind of, and so, so sweet. Yeah. Um, the super sweet is germinated. It germinates better in really cool temperatures and, and we do have cool temperatures. So that's why we grow such great corn here. Um, but there are over a hundred varieties that exist. Wow. And it, yeah, who knew that? Hey. Mm. And so I, I've given um, you and our, our listeners a great recipe um, because you're never going to look at a can of cream corn again when I tell you how to do this. Okay. So it's really, you're going to just um, cook. A two, I'm going to give you, so there's enough for you and your boys and your wife to eat. Two okay. cups of corn, yeah. and you're just going to cook it in boiling water for maybe five minutes or so. And then you let it cool so that you can handle it and then cut all the kernels off the cob. And then you're going to put that into a small saucepan. You're going to add two tablespoons of butter and some milk. If you really like it rich, which we don't really want it rich, you can go full and put in cream. And then you're just going to take half of it and puree it. You're going to cook that out and then puree it. A little bit of salt and you've got the best, sweetest tasting cream corn you will ever have. And you can freeze that. So you buy the corn at your market when it's... an and bulk up, make this, and freeze it. And then all the listeners are kind of going, well, really, that's it? So now we're going to take that base recipe, and now we're going to add half a cup of flour, a beaten egg, a half a cup of grated Parmesan cheese, some fresh basil or chives, mix that up with that base of the cream corn, because it's still got the chunks of corn, and heat up a nonstick fry pan with a little bit of oil and make yourself some corn cakes. Mm. Now we're talking, right? Now that's super delicious. And if you want to take it just that little step higher, Mm. you could add a grilled scallop or a little prawn on top. Oh, wow. 
Who knew? So, I mean, that sounds that knew? sounds terrific. That sounds awesome. Okay, let me ask you a few basic kind of corn one hundred and one questions here, Karen. Okay. okay, so if you're if you're shopping for corn in the cob in the supermarket or elsewhere, how do you go about selecting the best the best ones? Okay, so you want to make sure you the supermarket doesn't, and, and we do it, and I'm guilty, and I know you're guilty too. You always want to peel back that top to make sure that the corn grew to the end. You don't want to get home and get a, get skunked, right? Right. So you peel back a little bit, but you can feel the cob if it's firm to the top. Okay. The silk at the end doesn't want to be really old and brown. The, mm. the brighter and cleaner and fresher the silk is that indicates that the cob had just been picked within a day or two right right when when that silk is really old indicates that 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 corn was picked uh, a week ago okay how about if you're boiling up some corn in the cob uh, we had this discussion in our house just last week. We had some corn in the cob, and we were, there was a little dispute about how long you're supposed to boil it. And I didn't really know. How long are you supposed to boil corn in the cob? So I would I would say five to six minutes because you okay. still want it firm. It's like when we talk about cooking your vegetables al dente, you don't want to, you know, we don't do the what we did 40 years ago where we just cooked everything till it was just mush. Corn is the same. You still want it al dente. You could pry a few little kernels out. Now, if the kernels are larger cook it eight minutes eight to ten but if they're tiny then a little bit less okay put some salt in the water oh yeah salt in the water and then you know be creative you could take your butter and put in a little bit of lime zest and lime juice and and chili and make a chili lime butter instead of just same old same old Okay, would you say boiling corn in the cob is like the the best way to go? I mean, other people you can you can grill it on the barbecue too, can you? Oh, I love it grilled. Okay. And here's the thing, and I know that all the all the magazines, the Bon Appetits and the Food and Wines, what they feature on their covers are these beautiful, you know, um, cobs of corn that are grilled in the husks, and then yeah. they peel it back beautifully. They tie it with a little bit of a, a chive leaf, and it looks stunning. And you know what? That looks great in the picture, but in reality, to try to get that those hot husks off the corn, yeah. so that you it, it 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 makes no sense. I've done it. I've burnt my hands. Take your corn, peel it, take everything off, make sure that the silk is all gone because it burns easily. Brush it with a little bit of olive oil and it, put it on medium low, medium low for a good thirty minutes on your barbecue, turning, 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 and you want those kernels to be kind of charred and then it's good to go to roll in whatever butter you want okay i remember one time i think i tried barbecuing corn in the cob with the husk on like you described and i remember later it was so messy and it's so messy ah, i just and like i'm have, never doing this again and plus mike you have to soak that in water for about oh. 20 minutes before you even do that so Strip it off, clean it, throw it on the barbecue, and you can manage that better. You can pile it high on your platter, and and, and it's really easy. Okay. How about microwave? Is that sacrilege? Would you ever do such yeah, a thing? Yeah, I would, I would never. That's We're not doing that. You, you no. take all the goodness out. But you know what? For all the, of you that are always running and in a rush and you just want it, that works. It does work. Of course it works. That's why they're there. Here's a little tidbit of information, which is sort of like, really? So the silk at the end of the cob indicates if you were to take the silks and count each one of them, 
Each one of those silks represent how many kernels are on that cob. No. Wild, right? Really? Yes. Yeah. Straight you, from the farmers. Yeah. You mean it's like true. each individual? Yeah. And that's how they germinate. That's how many kernels will be on your cob is how many strands of the silk is at the end of that cob. Oh, okay. So like each individual kernel sprouts a, a, a silk yeah, thread. Oh. Exactly. Who knew? Cool, hey? That is very Who interesting. Knew? How yeah, about storing? Uh, if you buy some corn in the cob, you don't eat it all. Because it, it store well? It stores well. I store yeah. mine in the husk. I don't peel it. I keep it in the husk, and I store it um, in, in, in the crisper part. You don't want it stone cold. And buy what you need. It doesn't want it because as it stores, the sugars m- manipulate. And it, it doesn't, it's not as sweet. You don't want those internal start sugars to compound. You want them to be fresh picked because that's where they're the most succulent. And then that's why, if you have excess, you make the cream corn because it's right. so sweet. Yeah, okay. You don't want to store it for a long time. You want to no, no, eat it as no, quick no. as possible. Yeah. No, no. You want to swing by those farmer's markets because that produce comes in every other day, and that's when you want it. That's where you get it. Don't don't buy. And look at the end. Look at the silk. Make sure it's not really dark brown and sort of sad. Right, you want right. it bright and clean. Okay, how about if you boil up a bunch of corn in the cob and, you, and they don't all get eaten? Can you take the, the cooked corn in the cob and put it in the fridge and eat it the next day? Absolutely. I, okay. I would, I would, no, I wouldn't eat it off the cob. doesn't get eaten. And that happens a lot because you over, you know, you, you kind of mismanage much. how many cobs people will eat. Right. Strip it down. Take your knife, strip it down, take all the kernels off, put it in a freezer bag and freeze it because you probably won't want that the next day. You're still eating fresh. It's still summer. And, and then freeze it. And then you know what I do? I'll throw it into chili. If I'm doing oh. a pot of chili, I'll take that corn and I'll go one step further. I'll throw it into a cast iron pan and char it, and then I'll throw it into the chili. Okay, or yeah. you could put it with mashed potatoes and make a mashed potato corn cake. Okay, and you also anticipated my next question, and that's freezing it. Can you freeze the corn? Yes. Okay, cooked, freeze or, cooked or raw? Can you, can you, cook, can you freeze it raw? Yeah, you can. Okay. Both. Okay. Yeah, right. easily. Yeah, don't it, it won't it won't want to be there in a year from now, but up to three months it will be fine. Okay, and where's the best place to get the best the best freshest corn in the cob? You want to go like a farmer's market or right out to the farm? I gate, do right? the yeah the road the, the farm gate roadside stands because these yeah. guys are always at the farm. So every two days their their produce is replenished. They're coming in, so those are the best. And plus, you're helping a local guy, you know. To stay alive. He's running to the farms. He's bringing it into the city. Support them and make sure that yeah. when you buy the corn, it's BC corn. BC. There's no other alternative. Absolutely. Buy local. Love it. All right, Karen, you got me fired up for corn in the cob. I think okay, I'm going to have a barbecue make that this tonight. weekend. I know you are. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Thank you, Karen. Thanks, Mike. All right. That's Karen McSherry. She is the founder and president of the Gourmet Warehouse, which is an awesome store, by the way. Thanks to Karen.